0: Podcast number 49, The Price of Death. Sex without death gets you single-celled algae and fungi. This is the insight of biologist Ursula Goodenough in her book, The Sacred Depth of Nature. That's on page 151. Single cells are programmed to live forever, and some have lived for four billion years unless something killed them. Did you know that prokaryotic single-celled forms of life, like bacterium, reproduce without sex? The single cells simply divide to make two individuals, exact copies of the parent, unless a rare change occurs. The two copies divide to make four, eight, and so on. But Homo sapiens? It's different for us. Each of us is made of a unique collection of many cells. Our bodies prepare for sex by having certain cells split our chromosome pairs, making only one of each pair available in a sperm or an egg cell, which unite to form the next generation. There is no simple division here. Only half of us is used in creating something new. At age 13, I became aware that sex was different from anything else, that I could become a father, and that that paternity was somehow part of my link to eternity, either by fathering or nurturing and raising children. The kids, whether mine or someone else's, would in turn grow up, Have children who would have children in cycles of life and death and life and death to the end of time. We humans last about 80 years, almost nothing compared to an amoeba. Single cells survive by quickly dividing into exponential numbers, which can happen in minutes, while it takes humans a couple of decades for each individual to mature. Sex, it seemed to me, is much more than a momentary physical pleasure. Through sex, we can participate in the act of creation, but my child is not going to be a clone of me. It is something new and wonderful. This new creation, whether half mine or someone else's, will require nurturing and care for some years until it's ready to manage for itself. This nurturing aspect is quite a different design from that of single-celled prokaryotics where the cell divides and immediately is on its own. Normal life in bacteria remains static from generation to generation, and a single cell is unable to survive if the conditions it requires for life shift and become intolerable. Sex in eukaryotes has allowed life to evolve and to create ever more complex arrangements, which are ready to quickly adjust to different environments. The nurturing part allows for cultures to develop and evolve. The sex arrangement has allowed life to diverge into unimaginable variety of unique genetic possibilities ready to rapidly respond to change, but there are limits. Is death then the price we pay for being who we are? If so, are we smart enough to use our abilities to adjust to the increasing pace of change that we now face. It has taken us four billion years to get to this point where we are able to think, to reason, to communicate, to remember, and to collaborate. Life as sexual beings, it seems, carries great responsibilities. Good Enough says, death is the price paid to have trees and clams and birds and grasshoppers. And death is the price paid to have human consciousness, to be aware of all that shimmering awareness of all that love. My somatic life, she says, is the wondrous gift wrought by my forthcoming death. That's on page 151 also. Some form of single-celled life has proven capable of surviving in conditions beyond our reach. They will continue to inhabit their niches on earth, be it fire or frost. We are not so designed. It has taken us four billion years to find our niche on earth and to develop consciousness. That is a precious achievement of the creator. Let's not carelessly squander it. A coronavirus is currently giving us a wake-up call. We homo sapiens are likely to win over COVID-19. But are we going to continue fueling climate change with our immoderate consumption to the point of our own extinction? We are witnessing the extinction of many plants and animals and ecosystems and who knows what else. We might be next. If that happens, I'm of the opinion that we advanced sexual beings could expect to be replaced by, say, some new form, like a a super squirrel. And there's a squirrel outside my kitchen window. He looks at me and he says, Oh, nuts!